welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time on July 10th, 2022. You can view the full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your being, with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man fell victim to robbers. And he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler came upon him and was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn and cared for him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, the one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be Jesus Christ. We may all know in some way, shape, or form that the law, what is right and true and good, is indeed buried in our hearts, deep within us, as the first reading told us. We may have experienced it, we may have felt it, and we have been made, maybe have been made very uncomfortable by it. We also know that we're experts at turning it off, at burying it, at arguing with ourselves, and telling ourselves that something that our heart is telling us is the wrong thing to do. It's actually just fine appropriate, 
right and good. Our brains can tell us lies and deceive us. They try, our brains even try to deceive our hearts. But our hearts, even if they are overwhelmed by every other part of us, do tend to know what is right and true. And so the scholar of the law stands up to test Jesus with a classical test. He doesn't seem to be wanting to trip Jesus up as others are when they ask him these kinds of questions. He does seem to be genuine. And Jesus doesn't answer him. He has the lawyer answer for himself. And the lawyer knows the right answer. It has not only been written on his heart, but on his mind. In every part of his life, he has studied the law. He knows it inside out and upside down. And so he's able to recite the two great commandments that are the only ones that matter. What do we need to do to inherit eternal life? Love God and our neighbor. There's nothing more tricky about it. Jesus praises him because he got the right answer. But then there's that moment where the lawyer's heart kicks in, voices some kind of protest, fills the lawyer with some twinges of guilt, and pushes the lawyer to do something so, so human. He wished to justify himself. He doesn't want to justify himself before Jesus. He wants to justify himself before his own heart, which is somehow, somehow protesting that the lawyer isn't all that good after all. Who is my neighbor? And as Jesus is telling the parable of the, of the good Samaritan, it very well may be that the lawyer in his heart are appalled at the behavior of the priest and the Levite. And the lawyer in his heart are saying, I would not do that. I would certainly do something to help this man in trouble. I would do something to rescue him. I may not carry him on my own donkey to the inn and pay for it, but I would do something to help him. I wouldn't leave him in the ditch. But that is not Jesus's point at all. And the lawyer's heart, in the presence of Jesus and the word of God speaking this parable, the lawyer's heart is being revealed to him. And when Jesus gets to the punchline of the parable and mentions that the one who treated the man in the ditch with true love was the lawyer's worst enemy. The lawyer's heart reveals to him just how much darkness there might be inside of him. Jesus isn't asking the lawyer to be neighbor to the man in the ditch. He's asking the lawyer to see the people whom he hates the most as capable of compassion, mercy, 
love and goodness. Perhaps for his whole life, the lawyer had been taught and trained and then reinforced it himself. But Samaritans are only worthy of being hated. There are neighbors, but not really. Our neighbors are our friends and our families, people of our own tribes and cultures. Samaritans are not our neighbors. Samaritans are unclean. Samaritans have been traitors. Samaritans have been cruel and mean to us. And so excuse after excuse, reason after reason, reinforcing the idea that while everyone else may be my neighbor, Samaritans are not. And therefore, I do not have to love them as myself. And so Jesus gets to the end of the parable and asks the lawyer the question, who was neighbor to the man who had been robbed and beaten? And the lawyer, with his heart bothering him, his mind in conflict with his heart. Maybe he has to force the words out. He doesn't even use the word Samaritan. He simply says the one who treated him with mercy. With that parable, the lawyer is anything but justified to himself. Indeed, he has been indicted. His heart has reached his head and said, you say one thing, but you do not mean it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. But don't get too exclusive about who your neighbor is. And so perhaps this parable might also indict us. It's more than just inviting us to be compassionate to others in need. It's more than being willing to put ourselves out for someone in trouble. I think the lawyer would have done that anyway. But the parable of the Good Samaritan is really an invitation for us to listen to our hearts rather than our heads and take a look at who we do not consider our neighbors, who we believe we're perfectly justified in excluding, ignoring, judging, condemning, vilifying. Certainly, it could be someone in our own family. It could be people we don't even know. But it may well be that while our heads have made enemies of one or another or many, our hearts, where the word of God has been planted, will continue to bother us. And perhaps the parable might invite us as it invited the Lord to let our hearts say to us and have our mind where we justify ourselves. Be silent.